0: Hi, I'm Lauren Clash Schneider with Class Notes for Broadway Radio. I'm here with Brenda Presley, star of Proof of Love, playing off Broadway at the Minetta Lane Theater. Welcome, Brenda. Thank you so much. Pleasure. So glad you're here. And well, let's just dive right in. Okay. Proof of Love, of course, is directed by Jade King Carroll. Yeah. And it's a one-woman show that finds your character Constance with her husband in a coma following a car accident. Yes. And through his phone, well, you discover some secrets. Yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about that discovery as you're doing this as a one-woman show. I do discover that my husband has been involved in an eight-year-long affair with uh, a younger woman, a 44-year-old woman, who um, I guess represents all of those things that Constance Daly, my character, well, she feels that they're a little um, beneath her station, if you will. But this Mm. happens to be where her husband, Maurice Daly, uh, originated. uh, Some place that is certainly not of means. Um, He kind of revisits his... um, his past to be completely comfortable in this eight-year-long affair with this younger woman. Um, He grew up in poverty, not that she lives in poverty, but it's Uh uh, a far cry from where he has um, worked his his way to as a very, very successful businessman. I, myself, uh, came from money. Um, I've never known struggle And I've only been given the best. I've I've never had to, uh, you know, deal with anything other than the very best of life. Uh And he returns to um, uh, an atmosphere, if you will, that is just so unlike what I thought he was about. Um, You know, the common folk, if you will. But not only that. I love my husband very, very much. I've loved him for 32 years as my husband, and betrayal is just a devastating um, place to be, emotionally and physically, and in all of it. We have one child. Um, it's it's just a very devastating place that I find myself in all of a sudden as a result of him getting into a car accident on his way to see her. Um, Um, And so here we are. I'm dealing with a lot. My husband is in a coma. My husband has been having an eight-year-long affair. Not only that, it's not with someone who, you know, I would think he would be attracted to, seeing that, you know he's been with me all of these years, but he literally goes back to the antithesis of what I feel that we had. So evidently it causes me to uh, question what we had together, what he really wanted uh, in a partner, um, where I fell in the equation um, of his being happy and comfortable. If he was ever truly happy and comfortable. So all of those things are examined in proof of love. Mm. And talk a little bit about the complexity of all this with you on stage solo and yes. let's say off-stage characters being so vivid, you bringing them to life with such ex- exuberance and clarity and specificity. Talk, talk about that one-woman show experience. Well, mm-hmm. Tisa's writing is so brilliant and vivid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not very hard to just fall right into each and every character. She, um, she just lays it out so beautifully for you. And all you have to do is just let your imagination take you exactly where she leads you in that beautiful writing. And all of a sudden Maurice is very vivid. LaShonda, his lover of eight years is very vivid our daughter and her um her disapproval of my being so very determined to have the very best to look a certain way speak a certain way be a certain way all of the time all those kinds of things uh that are involved in our rather dysfunctional relationship mother-daughter relationship it's just all there and you just commit yourself to that beautiful um text that Tisa has laid out for you and it's it's right there at my fingertips thankfully mm. and it has really uh started now that I've I've had a chance to really settle in a little bit um it's really beginning to be enjoyable really enjoyable <laughs> exploring, um. you know the other characters yes as opposed to <laughs> oh my gosh now what do I say where do I go what do I do <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> And, and there has and of been course, a lot of that. Talk about the process of a, a one-woman show. I've never done anything like this before. I've always marveled at even friends doing club acts. It's like how absolutely. on earth do they get up there and you sing and you talk and you know, you're entertaining for you know, your guests and the audience for all of that time. But um, with this particular uh, work, I do have those other people on stage with me, and I run to them now. Um, it's it's really been it's starting to really be enjoyable, yeah. To invite them in um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. as I go along, you know, with the seventy uh, some minutes of the play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so happy for you with that process. And we're talking about about playwright Tisa Hutchinson's work yes. and how she also she makes a point of highlighting differences between Constance, your character. An yes. upper class woman of color, and you know Lashanda, the other woman. Yes. <laughs> what have you? What do you take away with her writing about how how this playwright explores these themes? Well, it's a very real thing. I, I I'm, well, with with any um, ethnicity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you have people who are on certain rungs of the ladder. And sometimes we tend to um, um, differentiate. It's not a good thing, but our differences are sometimes, um, you know, really acknowledged in a way that may not be uh, absolutely fair, but uh, people do tend to put themselves in a certain class literally and figuratively speaking, and those who are not in that certain class are just not. And we don't tend to uh, associate ourselves with them or their way of approaching life and, you know, all of those kinds of things. And it happens. It's a very real thing. And she has uh, examined that in a way that's not too comfortable. It, It really hasn't been comfortable for me in spots as I have to deliver the text. And mm-hmm. I can hear the reaction from the audience time and time again when certain things are mentioned. But classism is real, and mm-hmm. it is real in you know every corner of the world and, as I said, in every ethnicity, blacks, uh-huh. whites. And, you know, there are indeed very, very successful African-Americans, you know, just as there are very successful people in other races. And, you know, that doesn't exempt us from sometimes being just a little judgmental and mm, elitist, and that's what's examined. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you really have to take under consideration all of it, you know. If if you do take the time to really sit back and self-examine where you are mm-hmm. and why these things are and how important is all of that really. And she gets into that as well. And I think that's where the, the heart of this piece is. What yeah. is indeed important when mm. all is said and done, when life is on the line, the future is there or not there as a, right. you know, as a result of someone you know, being on life support now after 32 years, what right. is indeed really, really important, you know? Mm, mm, yeah. mm. And l- let's talk a little bit about Audible. And this is their first commission in their yeah. series that they've called Emerging Playwright Program. Yeah. Of course, it will be released as an audio play. No pressure <laughs> on you, right? Yeah. I know, Can you tell I <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how the focus of, on theater, literally driven by language and voice, influences the play and perhaps your, uh, your performance. Well, I think it's, it's a wonderful approach that Audible has taken. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we go to the theater all the time. Uh, we're, we're, there's a story there, the story, the story, the story. In theater, you're, you're watching it, uh, you know, unfold before your eyes. You know, you have all of the spectacle of, of the visual aspect of it. But that story is the thing that is front and center. And so with uh, Audible presenting it visually and then to have it for listeners, you know, it's – I. I don't know. I, I think it's just wonderful for them to, to do both. And I am absolutely positive that this particular piece, their maiden voyage, if you will, will prove yeah. to be very successful because of the writing. Chisa's writing is it's just so vivid. She brings you right in. And I cannot wait to record it and mm. to see how it lives in that form, mm. just to, to hear it. Not to see this woman go through all of these many, you know aspects of the self-reflection, um, trying to figure out exactly what has happened here and what's going to happen and all of those kinds of things. But that storytelling is what really brings it all to life, so beautifully, yeah. on the stage, and I know that it's going to translate so beautifully. Uh, you know, in an audible form as well. So I I just, I think it's very, very clever of them to do this, to, um, you know, let audiences peek in, in, you know, in two different formats. I think it's great. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking they're going to be very successful with this, you know. And, of course, many more people will be hearing this than will see it, perhaps. But I think it will inform them because you know audible is such a a success a successful um, um, entity in bringing the spoken word to such a lo- large audience, but the visual is just so fascinating as well, so I applaud them I really do i think yeah, I think we all do, and congratulations on being such an integral part of their first commission in the Emerging Playwright Program. Brenda, I thank you so much for your time. Thank you so I'm, much. I'm Lauren klash with Brenda Presley from Proof of, Proof? Proof of Love, playing Off-Broadway at the Minetta Lane Theater through June 16th. Thank you.